Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise Jesus. Amen. The most welcome. Amen. Amen. We thank God for, for the season we are in. Celebrating God's faithfulness of 22 years. That is where you'd have said amen. It's not easy. Nowadays. To stay in the will of God for a long time. If you're in ministry, in the day we're living in, keeping the sheep in the right course is not easy. It's not easy. And so, if there's anything I can celebrate in this season is having been a witness that since I came here and God planted me here I have never seen this ship going off course. Hallelujah. Amen. I have seen the battles I have seen challenges so many things but at least we have kept the course and we are still fighting the fight of faith hallelujah Amen. we are still fighting this fight of faith and we are going to finish like Paul finished and we shall say I have fought the good fight of faith Hallelujah. Amen. I meet I meet some of the people I was with at the university. Sometimes when I go to some places to minister. And they say, Kisaka. Chisaka. You're still holding on. And they say, How do you do it? And I tell them that he is able to preserve me and bring me into his presence and present me blameless. We, we do not have a special secret. We don't have a special secret. There is no ingredient we have that others don't have. We have received the same spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. But we, we, we have just uh, put our trust in him to keep us in this journey. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And I pray that uh, our finishing will be a great encouragement to many. 
Amen. Amen. When we go to heaven and our books are opened, God shall be praised when they read our stories. These are the ones who finished. They didn't stop halfway. That is for you. So we thank God for the season. And on Sunday we are going to be here and to, to, to celebrate God's faithfulness. And we are going to eat a meal before the Lord yeah. to enjoy that faithfulness. Amen. Amen. I think I'm the only one excited about Huh? Are you? Yeah, I'm excited about what God has done in these 22 years. Hallelujah. Amen. I came here in 2001, September 27th. I thought I knew a lot. I'd been in uh, full-time ministry at that point for about one and a half years. Trotting from fellowship to fellowship, school to school, university to university, church to church. Fellowship to fellowship excited young man I, feeling like tomorrow I'm going to overturn the world tomorrow I saw the world at my feet the next day I was on fire I was zealous I was looking for pulpits if they, I don't, if they don't give me one, I build one myself. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Life was interesting those days. That young, that young zeal. And uh, I remember at one point before coming here, I had an, three invitations. I had one from St. Francis Chapel Makere. To be a youth leader. I had another one from Watoto Church. Also in the youth ministry. And I had another one from Miracle Center. To be part of DYM. Those of you who knew DYM. And not knowing what is happening. How can everybody want you? Zeal the fire. You go to San Francisco, you minister, you go to Watoto, you minister, you go to Miracle Center, you minister. You are everywhere. Until one day, 
when the spirit of the lord spoke to me and said you need a father you need a father a spiritual father it it made me stop because i had reverend ben mugarat makerere who was very close to me Ben I had uh, many pastors at Miracle Center. I had also many of them at Watoto. But none of them was in that relationship as a spiritual father. So I entered a fast of 3 months eating a Rolex at midnight every day. Ngandia Rolex emu kusamukageze chiro bulirunaku. Midnight sharp I eat. Samukageze nyini ngandia. If a day comes and uh, the Rolex is not there at midnight I skip that day. Olunaku bulujanga tewali Rolex echi. Olunaku oro ngandubuka. 90 days. Enaku chenda. I'm fasting and praying for a spiritual father. Ngansabanga siba kufuna tata wa moyo. And then one day. Katonaku lumu. The Lord spoke the name mukama nayogere erinya said apostle denis kasirie nagamba omutume denis kasirie i had seen him nalimulabieko when he came to minister in mengo senior school boyaja okuereza mengo senior school and now he has the name coming nayekatira berinya lija and uh, i began to look for him nentaniko kumunonya then they told me he's in imbarara I said ah ah ngamba okay god has never told me to go to mbarara mukama tangama akogena mbarara i am a city boy kampala ndiwe kampala mchivuga i gave up the chase never kukumunonya so one that the university onakulomoku university pastor solomon by then msumba solomon was a pastor he was a student yali muyizi tayali musumba walks up to me na jajendi and says nangamba i heard that you're looking for apostle denis kasiri now we didn't you know ya mutume denis kasiri up to now but i've never asked him who told you mpaka katsina gwe nabo zania gambia so said yeah nangamba ye he said tomorrow i can take you there nangamba ti nchaso bolo kutwala yo the next day was a saturday morning onako rairo dako rairo amkaga kumacha so i said yeah nangamba kale let's do it tuchikole so he brings me here nandeta wano and mhm I sit down with Pastor Dennis. Nentula wasine Musumba Dennis. Pastor Dennis tells me God spoke to him. Musumba Dennis nangamba mukama yayogera. There's a young man coming. Waliwo mvubuko mutajja. Receive him. Musisinkane. So he told me if you are ready whenever you are ready just come. Nangamba tuonawe wetegekede jangu. I told him sir. Nemugamba sebo. I behaved like a prophet who I do not know one of those people in the Old Testament said let me first glance by to the to the old woman and the old man at home especially my mother because I was I was a bodyguard to my mother you may not understand what that means. what I mean was um, because her relationship was a bit rough kumanga enkolagana nae enkolagana yete yali nyangu eh with my dad 
Netata wange. So I was the bodyguard. Katinganzemukumi. Don't touch my mom. Tokwata kumama wange. You have understood now. Echomuchiteke dekati. So I had to go. Katinganino kugenda and prepare my mother. Ntegeke mama wange for my departure. Kulokuvao kwange. So I gave her a month to get used to the story. Nemuwa omwezi mulamba nga manyira embera. And then finally I came here. Nemaliriza nenzijawano. Praise the Lord. Amen. So for me practically they are about 21 years. Katinze chintwalide emyaka 2 mugumu. Amen. Amen. This September. Omwezi guno gwamwenda. They will be 21. Jija kubajuere emyaka 2 mugumu. Hallelujah. And God has been faithful in this place. Kama bade mwesi gwa muchifochino. You come knowing you think you know. Oja omanyi omanyi. Oh you come thinking you know. Ojolo was omanyi. I remember coming and I'm I'm thinking yes I'm this anointed young man with a zeal for God. Dijikiranga zja uno mvubuka ajiwidwa kama futa. I know muliyo gwamukama. And when I come to stay here. Nebwe nenzjo kubera wano. I am put in a rota. Washing dishes, mopping the floor. I said, What is this? I have come to serve God. And they are making me clean. And those days, this sanctuary was a dusty floor. Chipande, they called it Chipande. But old Chipande, you know Chipande? That rough floor, but which is old. When you sweep, dust goes in the air. And then they give you that. They give you the compound. was a cultural shock for me. But God was humbling me. Humbling me. I learned to serve people from here. I learned to know that God is also in the menial tasks. Amen. Washing dishes is not something separate from God. Sweeping the compound is not something separate from God. I learned it here. Hallelujah. Amen. And you know there were those interesting moments when pastor would cook a lot of food and serve us humongous dishes we had these big plates and then he would put on a mountain and because I'd lived a fasted life a lot in those days I would eat very little and then and I found these men of God who eat mountains. I said, I said, which side of the world did these ones come from? And when I, when I would try to eat that amount, I would totally be knocked out. You know a knockout? When food knocks you out, and normally we used to have altar after supper in that room there 
that altar was difficult after eating those meals. And then you look at your spiritual father. He has cleared his plate very well without any struggle. And then he takes off his shirt and passes in that corridor as if he has not eaten. And the man is traveling. He's rolling on the floor. I'm like, did we eat the same food with this guy? Those things used to shock me. Hallelujah. Amen. The times you'd be in the room on a normal day, you're reading your Bible. And then you hear things falling in the next room. And what is happening? Your spiritual father is wrestling with God. And everything in the room is falling apart. What would you do when you're in the next room and you hear that? You'd fall on your knees and say, God, I'm also here, I'm also here, God. Much of what we saw is what we learned. We learned by catching, not just by summons. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The times I would see, I would see. Let me let me end the story and we go to the word. But, but it's the season making me speak these things. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God. We really thank God this far. That we have come. Amen. I, I, I pray that God will give us uh, an opportunity to to mentor some of you at a close range like we were mentored. Let me tell you, when you leave or when you are in the presence of someone who works with God, whether you want it or not, your life is affected. And many times you get to know later. Much later. It would only be a kind of person who has closed their heart from receiving from God that would walk away and get worse. Because their hearts like that also. There people who can be given an opportunity. The Gehazis. Eh? Gehazi. They have access to the anointing, to the man of God. They have access to. They have access to learn. They actually are in the spiritual lineage to receive the mantle. Use this English word. Let me use this. They are already nominated. They are nominated to carry the mantle. But the problem is Gehazi. 
His heart is on other things. At the bottom of his heart is the desire for other things. He seems attracted to the anointing. But he has no hunger for the anointing. He has no hunger for God. But he's attracted. So he keeps around the things of God. But he has a different heart. Praise the Lord. Amen. One of one of the things that that touched my life very deeply here is learning the difference between the servant of God and the man. Because I lived with him. I went with him to minister with some of my friends here and we ministered here together and I could clearly see that there was a difference between the man and the vessel. I was always intrigued by that difference. There are times that you would laugh with him right here in the house. The moment you sit with him in the car, you could sense it's not a time to talk or laugh. It was no longer him, it was the vessel. You will be quiet in the car until you reach where you are going. Why? The man, you left the man the other side where you are laughing. It is now the vessel. And when it's the vessel, you have to be sensitive. You go to a place. The man ministers and you're like, is this the man we're eating fenne fene. You are all eating fene, you are all laughing. But when it came to producing results, he left you by far. The vessel. I was intrigued. I had a lot I learned. Maybe one day we shall get those moments and sit down. And to break down those things. Fire. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. But our desire is to pass on some of these things to the younger generation. Because there, there are some of the younger ones who have not understood this realm of God. You, 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 you are around but the seal has not been broken for you. If I can use those words. You, you have not yet begun to live by revelation. Many of you live by your understanding. Huh? Like a normal mere man. Understanding drives you. 
But when you become a child of God, and you cross that level of mediocre child of God, you start to live by revelation. Revelation means that that you see beyond the natural. Revelation means that you understand beyond the natural. And therefore you make decisions uniquely guided by the Spirit of God. Is that your life? Is that your life? So that's the reason I'm saying that we need these moments God will provide in Jesus name Uh, Hebrews chapter 13 chapter 12 I remembered one of the anniversaries we were preparing for. It was the next day. And we were raising this roof. This roof was a bit lower. So um, we had some masons come around and we were also helping to And we worked that Friday. And got so tired. And asks me, is there overnight? And I told him, of course. I said, who's leading? He said, I'm going to lead. And you know, he looked at me with this eye like, hmm. And he walked off. So we insisted, you know, you know there is that rosile. Eh? You know that rosile. Eh? That, that refuses to accept you are tired. Yeah. Yeah. We came for overnight. overnight. Me? Second Jaco. I remember Luchamzi Patrick. The others I don't remember. Those two I remember because I saw sleep episodes I've never seen in my life. <laughs> my God, my God. My God, my God. Let me first tell you. The first, like one or two hours. I think even God was annoyed. We were struggling. Interestingly, we spoke in tongues. If you had those tongues, you'd crack your ribs. <laughs> now, I was in front here. I was leading, but I was aware my brain was asleep. But I, was, I was praying in tongues. So somehow I wake up. Second Jack was sitting on a bench. And then I 
Rama. I, and he was very loud, by the way, very loud. Maya Manyala. Now, that was classic. We all burst out laughing. All of us. <laughs> and the praying anointing came. We woke up. And we began to pray. That one I cannot forget. See a guy. Jesus. Always brother second You should hear that story. And it was wonderful. It was, uh, it was worth it. We prayed at, I think, at around one o'clock. And, and we decided to say bye to Jesus. We are gone. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Hebrews chapter 12. Verse 12. Verse what? Verse what? Who knows the verse? Verse 22. You have come to Mount Zion. City of the living God. The heavenly Jerusalem. Jerusalem. The heavenly Jerusalem. Jerusalem. You have come to Mount Zion. The city of the living God. The heavenly Jerusalem. Jerusalem. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly. And to the church of the firstborn. Whose names are written in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to talk about the church. The church. Everyone said the church. The body of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says this church is called Zion. This church is called the city of God. It is also the heavenly Jerusalem. Amen. Amen. The family of the firstborn of God. Amen. Amen. Jesus said that he will build his church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. That what the gates of hell represents the authorities of hell. The, the powers of hell. As the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities. Powers, rulers. Okay? So the gates of hell cannot prevail. Because the builder of the church is the one who prevailed against the principalities. The Bible says he made a public shame of them. Triumphing over them on the cross. Amen. Amen. Our commander Commander of our commander, commander of is king of all, he is lord of all, he conquered death, he conquered 
powers of darkness. He conquered sin. Whatever mention it. And so because he's the builder of the church. Nothing can prevail. Against the church. That does not mean. That the church doesn't have problems. It doesn't mean that we don't have challenges in the body. We do have them. And if I ask you to mention, you can come up with a full scap. The church has issues. The body of Christ is ailing and is sick in many areas. But the builder has never stopped building. Hallelujah. Amen. God is building his city Zion his people he's building them tell your neighbor we are work in progress Uh say it again I am work in progress I may have my weaknesses my failures my challenges but the builder is still building me isn't that encouraging Hallelujah. Amen. Therefore, never condemn any believer. Never write a statement of condemnation, a word of judgment on a child of God who is working progress. Hallelujah. We accommodate, we tolerate, we pray, we counsel, we instruct, we lovingly bear. Amen. Amen. Jesus is building his church. One of the things that has caused the church not to know what Christ is doing I mean it's important for us to know the plan of God for the church. Anyone who is in ministry you and me no matter what level of ministry you are in you must be able to have a clue of the plan of God for the house of God if you do not have that clue you are going to beat in the air and so many things are going to discourage you in this journey. Jesus has a plan for his body. And I'm going to show you You know, I have so many scriptures in my head, I'm not even but let me take you to Deuteronomy 28 first. Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy 28. I, I want us to see the, the plans that God had for his people from, from the beginning. And yet this is not even the beginning. We could have gone in Genesis. Deuteronomy 28 says, If you truly obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. The Lord your God will set you high. If you obey, he will set you high. That is already a goal God has. From the beginning, 
when God chose a people his goal was to make a peculiar people his goal was to make a people he can set on their own level to set them high above all the nations. Now this is the Israel. This is the nation Israel. We know that God began with Abraham. That is where he began from. But he actually began from Abraham. Because of us. The real seed of Abraham. The Bible says those of faith are the true seed of Abraham. You and me. Okay. Abraham is seed is not those of bloodline but it is those of the same faith as Abraham so God's intention for the seed of Abraham is to set them high above all nations hallelujah Amen. praise the Lord amen there are many nations in this world. But God has only one nation. And that nation is called the church. The church is his nation. He wants to set his nation high above. How is he going to do that? Verse 2. All these blessings will come on you and if you obey the Lord your God you will be blessed in the city blessed in the country the fruit of your womb will be blessed the crops of your land and the young of your livestock the calves of your herds the lambs of your flocks your basket your kneading trough you people look at what God is talking here and then somebody thinks God does not care God is thinking about your herds your, your livestock your chicken your needing trough needing trough what is that here in Uganda what do we call a needing trough here pardon okay that one's a new word for me okusawulo <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. So in other words, the chapati you make will be blessed. Eh? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. God blesses the crops of your land. You will be, verse 6, you will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. The Lord will grant that your enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction but flee from seven. Okay? Amen. The Lord will send a blessing on your bands and on everything you put your hand to. Everything. Everything you put your hand to. Hey. Everything. Can you imagine that? When everything you put your hand to is blessed. You, some of you are wondering where is Andrew going? I'm, I'm, I'm coming. 
the Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you. Lord will establish you as his holy people. If you keep the commands of the Lord your God and walk in obedience to him. Then all the people on the earth will see. Huh? Mm-hmm. What will what will happen? They will see banalaba that you are called by the uh, 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 they will see banalaba. They will not hear. They will, what has made them see? The blessing omokisa. The what? Omokisa. The blessing. What is the blessing doing? It is setting you high above all the nations. I I know that some of you don't want to think about these things. You don't want to go there. You want to to live a holy life. (laughs) All you want to say is Pastor Andrew preaches about prayer. Today what has happened to him? I The thing is inside me I feel like throwing it on you. Anit all the people will see what are they going to see to some it is here Mm -hmm. then verse 10 then all the peoples on the earth will see that you are called that you are called by the name of the Lord and they will fear you my Jesus. What is God's plan for the church? What? Are we just called to live a holy life? To come to the altar every day and sacrifice? God wants to raise a peculiar people a peculiar people that carry a visible identity that when they see you the blessing they say ah they are called by the name of the Lord the reason they are are enjoying life like that is because they bear his name Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 11. The Lord will grant you abundant prosperity in the fruit of your womb. Hey. Mm-hmm. The, the young of your livestock and the crops of your ground Amen. in the land he sowed to your ancestors to give you. I want you to underline the land he sowed to give you. The land. 
Because that one is important for you today. There is a land he gave you. There's a land. And, and I want to tell you this. The reason why to this day the church of Jesus has not revealed this calling has not revealed this blessing is because many of the people in the church have never dwelt in the land underline that part because I'm going to explain to you what that land is you have never dwelt inhabited that land you have visited it I know I know yeah. you, you visit there often but the blessing is for those who go and possess the land this blessing had a place it had a place. This blessing was not in Egypt. God's plan for his people was not fulfilled in Egypt. It was not to be fulfilled in the wilderness. It was to be fulfilled in the land they possess. May God open our eyes to this land. Does, doesn't it bother you that we have the same results as non-believers? The same. Doesn't it bother you that the non-believers do not look at what comes out of us? And they say, ah. I like the Nigerians. The, the, the men they say "kai." Man, they, they have that expression "kai." Our Nigeria, why nenge jebe kanga mo ensasa? Jalan is what chinde ko? What? Eh? I think Bagana need to come up with their own. Abagana na mami no leta yebiya mo. An expression of shock and surprise. We do not have different results from others. Look at us today in such an economy. The Egyptian is crying and the Israelite is crying. Everyone is crying. And yet one of them has the blessing. I was telling the intercessors on Tuesday. That isn't it surprising that in a difficult economic situation as we are in where people, governments, globalists are talking about a long recession happening. And here at Faith Family Church God is saying it's time to rise it's as if Apostle Dennis is not listening to the news. He is listening to the news of, of heaven. Heaven Broadcasting Network. 
in a time that nations are going down the apostles of Jehovah God the apostles of the Lamb have heard a message from the king and the messages to his people rise and shine time for lifting sorrow in the spirit now whenever you get a word that does not that does not explain your situation. It becomes more difficult to believe it. Because some of us would expect now the father of the house to come and say, people, be strong. These are hard times. Please don't faint. I know the fuel prices are high. Commodities have gone to another level. Hallelujah. But maybe God will supply your needs, okay? Don't fear. Eh? You don't fear. It is well with your soul. When the rapture happens, you will go. Don't worry. You leave this place here. That is the kind of message you want to hear That is difficult. Whenever God speaks a word in a season where the word seems to have no connection it is harder to believe that word. And so many can walk away and say ah the man of God has not had God very well there's a problem let's pray for the servant of God he's not sensitive God is talking about what? sowering sowering now 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 you sow now in a time of recession you sow now that is God a word of faith praise the Lord Amen. and the truth is as I've been praying about these things these messages coming to us the Lord has been showing me that many of us have not yet connected to that word is flying over our heads. Flying over our heads. And we are just agreeing with it, saying, oh yeah, yeah. But we do not see it's exactly what we need now. The plan of God is going to happen as people hear not the words of the of what is going around, not the news of, of CNN and CBN and whatever. But when we hear an authentic message from the throne of grace. That message is what God is using to build the church. That message is what God is giving you to give you advantage. Advantage in difficult times. And all you need is faith. Real faith to say I believe it but faith the Bible says in, in 1 Corinthians 4.13 if I remember Romans 4.13 Bible 
that as I believed therefore I spoke real faith means I'm going to utter what I've believed I'm going to go around telling people and telling myself I am sowering I am raising my wings I am the salt and the light of the earth I am blessed I am fruitful that is faith you speak what you have heard and what you have believed hallelujah Amen. God's plan is to bring his people to set his people high above all the nations then the people can look and say ah How? How are they doing it? How? Amen. Amen. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no that word sorrow is the word toil. Adds no toil to it. In other words, it is sweatless fruit there's a difference between hard work and toiling the blessing of the Lord does not remove hard work it removes toiling toiling is suffering to produce something and after you have suffered and you, you have produced very little very little and you have to keep working so hard while you're working so hard your family is falling apart this is falling apart you contact with your friends it is spoiling the blessing of the Lord does not produce such things you will work hard your family prospers your friendships are growing every aspect of your life because of the blessing it adds no sorrow this is what is going to friends I'll tell you Pastor Dennis has been saying it and it's the truth when unbelievers look at us they are touched by how much we pray in tongues that is the truth you go in your courtyard or your gateway or your neighborhood and sit somewhere and pray in tongues the whole day. See how many of those unbelievers will come and say, wow, you have blessed me. No. Fast for three days on an Esther fast. Eat nothing, drink nothing and go to them and see what they will say those things don't they do not translate into impact influence or fruit in terms of just as they are praise the Lord Amen. the way the church is going to find its place when I say the church I mean you and I is when the blessing of the Lord rests on the church. 
The blessing of the Lord must rest on us. And there is a way it rests on us. Number one, I've said, there there is a land land to possess. Tell your neighbor there's a land to possess. Because that's where I'm going. That's where my message is going. I'm going to wrap up by telling you the land. It's not Dubai. See Dubai, see Canada. It is not Oman. See Oman. Wakata. Ha. Ejo ya galogeta. Oba uri daba na venakuzino. Bogera kata, kata airways. Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen to verse 12. I like verse 12. Ivan, verse 12. Jesus. The Lord will open the heavens. The Lord will open the heavens. Storehouse. economy. Mm-hmm. God, when God opens the heavens, do you remember the scripture that said, "My God shall supply your needs according to what? According to the budget of Uganda. Hey, His riches where? In glory. Amen. In glory. Huh? God opening." The bounty of the heavens. Hmm. To send rain on your land and to bless all the work of your hands. Okugawa enkuba yensi yensi yomubudewayo you will lend to many nations but eh, will borrow from none debt is a weapon being used by the world system today to enslave many debt debt a big time weapon nowadays you download an app or you get online adverts come on how you can borrow money. Hmm? And they make it look like so easy to borrow you. You borrow 100,000 and three months pay back 110,000. It looks like a good deal, right? Banja. And God is saying to his people, you will lend and you will borrow from none. Where are these these things in our lives? Where? Where? I remember after the lockdown, this last lockdown, I counted them. Nine Christians came to borrow from me. Nine. And they were not borrowing for business. They were borrowing for food. 
many. Is that where God wants the church to be? Huh? Mm-hmm. To borrow for food, then after you pray for nine hours in tongues. Do the two go together? The Lord, verse 13, the Lord will make you the head, not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God, and I give that follow them. You will always be on top, never at the bottom. Hallelujah. Micah and Isaiah gave a prophecy which was the same. Micah chapter 4 and Isaiah chapter 2. Somebody turn there, either. Somebody turn there and help us to read. Micah chapter 4. Or Isaiah chapter 2. Those two gave confirmation to God's plan for his church, Mountain Zion. What does it say? Mm-hmm. 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 The mountain of the Lord will be established as chief. You, you see, God's principle is His people will always be chief. You'll be the head and not the tail. You'll be at the top, never at the bottom. That is a principle. In the word of God concerning his people. God has never given us a position of mediocrity. Never given us a position of failure. At the bottom. Never. Never. It it's not in the kingdom. Hallelujah. Continue. Mm-hmm. You see that? Zion is raised above the hills. people go there. Why do people go there? Because, because of the excellence on that hill. Because of the glory on that hill. Because of the blessing on that hill. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the mountain of the Lord. It's the same thing Isaiah prophesied. Same prophecy. About the mountain of the Lord standing above other mountains. The reason that God wants you to hear these things tonight. Is so that you can understand your identity. God's plan for the church. Hallelujah. Amen. He said he has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Marvelous. Expedient. Excellent. Light. The church is called to glory. We are called to 
glory. We are called to virtue. And the sooner we realize God's plan, the sooner we shall start to speak as people of faith in that plan. Today when a believer succeeds a lot and prospers in any area and if financial rewards come with that prosperity then other Christians begin to talk. They begin to think this person is carnal. It's true. There's a religious spirit when it comes to that. People think maybe that, that person is greedy. Covetous. Has run after the world. That's our perspective, most of us. And most of us are not aware we have that religious spirit in there until we are confronted with a person with that kind of life. How will you prosper yourself if you believe that about those who prosper? How? How will you prosper? You yourself, if you speak against or envy or slander I mean it should be normal, business as usual. When we, when we see people Say, yeah, 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 that's, that's us. That's when you hear of a name on TV that has excelled, you say, that must be a believer. You even won't find out, is he a believer? Because you know, we are the ones who excel. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Heavenly Father. So, God wants a peculiar people. A peculiar people. You and me. God's plan for us is not a small plan. It says a small one among you shall be like David. And like a nation. A small one, the least among you shall be as great as David. The least among you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The least among us. Like King David. Do you know King David? A teenager. Killing lions. Bears. Me have ever stood before a lion. I fell down. I'm telling you. I stood before a lion. And I fell down. Nothing made me fall. I didn't like trip. I didn't stumble over a stone. I, I lost strength. I felt like Macroni. <laughs> I'm telling you. I felt like Macroni. 
Eh, hey, spaghetti. <laughs> Makoloni. <laughs> I'm telling you. The people who were behind me. Abantu abali emabega. Eh? In 2 3 seconds they were nowhere to be seen. Mudachikabili matoleka. I didn't see anybody. Sara bakonom. I had to leave that place where I was. I walked looking for I found them in the coaster. Nabasanga mu coaster ngabatude. As at the university. Ngandiko university. And we had gone for a tour. Edanga tugenza kulambula. I have I have I have had the lion roar in my face. Na mbade kone mpologomange uluguma masogange. Roar. Nge uluguma. I couldn't run. Nga sesola kuduka. I fell. Nagwa. King David the teenager. Daudi omuvubuka. When a lion came for the sheep, a sheep just allow the thing to eat the sheep go away you will at least have survived what is a sheep but the man was a steward he was a steward this is my father's sheep they have left me in charge of the sheep my life I will lay down for the sheep that kind of steward and a lion comes and a guy goes and kills the lion with bare hands that day after experiencing that thing when we were going back in the coaster my meditation was on King David <laughs> I'm telling you I was like what kind of boy is this here I am And by the way, at campus, I was a bit strong, stronger than now. Because hey, by then I just stopped, you know, the, the mugging and all that stuff. I was still a bit, you know. Hey, I could do something. My lion is a lion. The Bible says when a bear okay a lion we can understand a bear you kill a bear how 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 many times is a bear huger than you where do you hold that the stomach <laughs> what style are you killing it wrestling what There are some of those things I want to ask David when I reach heaven. How did you kill a bear? Did you The smallest among you. shall be like King David. Is that what we see? Is that what you see? Do you see King David's in the house of God? Do you see them? Do you see that Warring anointing. Today I see young men. Who behave like girls. Abaisanga abavuka. Abaisanga bawala. 
a full grown human being who is in a male body but has a frame and a weakness of mind like I wanted to say like a woman but some women are even better even better in the physical life. Now what about the spiritual? The list among you. God's plan for the church, you people. God's plan is to have every child of his stand out mighty in the land every child of his okay I need to end this message because I want to give you some more scriptures to prove this point let me end this how how are we going to experience this blessing I know when you read the old covenant he says if you obey if conditional if, if. that's the law of Moses that's the covenant of Moses it was based on your work it was based on your if you did it you have it and then Paul comes and explains to us in Romans chapter 5, 6, 8 that no one was able to fulfill the law. The command was if you carefully obey everything I've written and yet, do you know how many laws they had 314 laws to, laws about sacrifice laws about social life laws about purity cleansing civil law what all the laws if you carefully now Paul comes, Paul, who said he was a Jew, Paulo, agamanti yalimu a Pharisee, who said he was a Pharisee. E, agamanti yalimu According to the law, he called himself blameless. He also knew he was blameless. Yali achimayino but achimayino. he also knew ne no one fulfilled the law at the heart level. Because I may not lie, but when I, no, I may not kill, but when I've hated. I may not commit adultery, but when I've lasted. So no one actually at the heart level had fulfilled the law. But concerning the law, blameless. Hallelujah. Amen. So Jesus came. Fulfilled the law. He carefully did everything every aspect of the law fulfilled fulfilled it for me for you okay amen and now you are you are you are one who has fulfilled the law 
But there's a problem. You have fulfilled the law. In Christ. But there's another problem. There's a land to take. He said, this command is when you reach the land. What, what land? The Bible says, he became a curse for us. On the tree. So that through him we may we may what? Galatians 3, 13, 14. So that through him we may receive the blessing of Abraham. And then he talks about the promise of the spirit. What is the land? He says, if you live in the spirit walk in the spirit the land you are supposed to possess is in the spirit out of the flesh out of carnal living out of self living he said walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the rest of the flesh the land the Jews were supposed to possess was a real land called Canaan. The believer of today, the land they are supposed to possess, is called spirit. Spirit life. In the spirit life, it's when the blessing alights on you. In the spirit life. A child of God. Who's not living in the realm of the spirit. And that word spirit is capital S. Not small s. Walking in the spirit. Occupying yourself in the spirit. Deploying yourself in the spirit of God. If you do not, you have not possessed the land. The blessing can't manifest. Let me tell you. This is the reason why many Christians today are still breaking curses. Because the curse operates in the realm of the flesh. As long as you find yourself in the address of the flesh, you are connecting yourself where you came from. The law of sin and death finds you there. Therefore, the curse has power there. And so if somebody comes to you and tells you there's a curse on your life, you'll see it. Because that's your address. You are in sin. You are in the flesh. In the spirit. The Bible says the law of life in Christ Jesus has set you free. There is no curse there. There is the blessing. Amen. 
You see, the truth is, many of us have not yet learned how to walk in the Spirit. That's the truth. And many of us think walking in the Spirit is not doing evil. And many of you are not doing any evil. But you are still in the flesh. Yeah, there's no, there is nothing we can say, eh, 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 brother, repent. You know, know. But you are still living in the flesh. Flesh. Remove the H at the end. And read the word backwards. What do you get? What do you get? Self. That's it. Many of us have not yet given self to death. You are managing self. You have a whole department of administration. Of managing self. People look at you and say how good you are. Because you have tried to control self not to express itself as it wants. But self is right still in your life, still happy and safe. So you have not yet possessed the land. You haven't. The land we possess is spiritual. For you to possess the land, the Canaanite called self must be killed. Killed. I'm telling you, no matter no matter how much we do all these godly things, if you preserve self, listen, if you preserve self, listen, I'm going to say something. You, you may not even, and I don't know, but if you preserve self, Christ cannot live in you. He can't. Friends, there is what they call Christ living in you. For Christ to live in you, I must die. Paul said, I no longer live. There, there is nothing like both of us are living. We are in us. <laughs> It's not there. It's not there. That I am alive and Christ is alive in me. In which Bible is that monster? That's a monster. If you are living, Christ is not living. You have him, but he's not living in you. He's not working in you. But you have him. 
the thing that has challenged believers is walking in the spirit mastering the life in the spirit this is why I was visited by those servants of Satan as I told you some time back who warned me and told me to stop preaching about the school of the spirit because they know that is where you possess it that's where you possess the land leave them to pray leave them to, but as long as they never possess the life of the spirit Uganda, you, you need to come to book with yourself and have a, a, a clear, honest report of yourself to realize that mm -mm, I'm not living in the spirit. I am administrating self. You have built a fence around self. Self, don't lie. Self, don't. 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 And you have all these restrictions on self. You have never allowed self to die. And so you live in this constant reminder, I don't want to sin, I don't want to fall. Self is talking, it's alive. You have hidden sin. Hidden. You, those secret faults. They haunt you every day. And you repent of the sin. But you're not dealing with the cause of the sin. To surrender this man called self. To stop living in you. That Christ may live. That's where the battle is. So we have people today, Christians. Trust me, I, I, I do not know what you think, but me have made a thorough study on some of these things I say. I do not just speak statements out of the blue. It is a sad fact, Mama. To find a Christian. Breaking a generational curse. Repenting over the sins of their forefathers. Because they have the conviction. It is the sin of my grandfather disturbing me. If you live in the spirit, it can't disturb you. In the realm of the spirit, it is a law of life. If you're a Christian and you're still in the natural man, I understand why they're disturbing you. Pharaoh could follow Israel up to the Red Sea. 
when Israel crossed the Red Sea, the Bible says they were baptized into Moses. It was a type of death. They were baptized into Moses. When they got baptized into Moses, do you know what happened to Pharaoh? All his forces died there. The same death you die is judgment to your enemy. The same death you die breaks the curse and the reproach of Egypt. But we have refused to cross the Red Sea. We are enjoying the wonders of God on the other side. Praise the Lord. There is no gospel. And there is no fruit of the gospel without the power of the cross in your life. True power of the cross of Jesus is evidenced by the elimination of self. When self is put to death, I am crucified with Christ. I no longer live. I no longer. That's the power of the cross. Tell your neighbor, stop living. Help us, stop. Help us, please. All the katemba we are singing in the church, it's a manifestation of self. Self. How could they talk about me? No, 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 no. I thought faith from the church was a place of love. Self. You people, you say you're a church that loves. But you see them. Self. 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 What kind of life, Mama, is that life where Christ is living in a human being? When it's not you living, it's Christ. What, what kind of life is that? Hmm? Mm. You come to a point where you have accepted even the yoke of Jesus. He said, come, learn of me. Take my yoke upon thee. Where the, the commands of God are not burdensome. They are some. Some people, some people, it's as if these things called Christianity, not even Christian, salvation. It is a burden they are carrying. Lord, when will you deliver me from this burden of salvation? Pastor Andrew comes and tells you, pray. You people, how long shall we pray? Lord, deliver me. Let the rapture happen today. 
I'm telling you. You can reach a point in your life. So kutoka kitundo mlambo. These things which are meant to be sweet become a burden. It is you living, not Christ. He told them, when you go in the land, the land I've sent you to possess, that's where the blessing is. That is where your fruitfulness, your influence is. That land is called the life of the spirit. Walking in the spirit. any time in my life if i feel a passion within me or a thought in me that is not a christ thought see christ a christ passion i will get on my knees and say jesus this thing wants to come back self wants to leave. That is his department. I will leave him in his department. No, but you recognize that these things that are in you it's not just about repenting about that thought. It's not just about repenting about that desire you feel. It is literally about dying again. To say, God, I come back to the cross. I embrace the cross. I embrace the cross. I choose to die. To I reject the natural man and all his desires. That is repentance. Repentance is to walk away from you and walk, and walk into Christ. Not just actions. Not just walking away from a thought. That thought came because there's a natural man who's waking up in you. The reason you gave yourself to watch the things you watched or to hear the things you heard. Self. The guy has jumped off the cross. He's alive. Kill him. That's why Paul said that we boast in the cross. For it is the power of God unto salvation. You can experience salvation every day. You can experience salvation every day. By embracing that cross every day. 
Accessing the power of salvation. Every day. The cross. Hallelujah. Amen. I would like us to. Hey, it's right there. Jesus. I would like us to, to make some intercessions. I don't even know how you are going to make this intercession. Before we make that intercession, can you stand on your feet? I once had a man called Tommy Tenney. How many of you have heard of Tommy Tenney? If you know Tommy Tenney, you're not young. Okay. Tommy Tenney. Tommy Tenney. He has a book called The God Chasers. God Chasers. He made a statement. Dead men. See his face. Only dead men. Only dead men. Only dead men. Your passport to glory is death. Your passport to the land of the spirit is death. Passport I wonder how many of you have had those prayer sessions where you are wrestling with that man called self to kill him. I don't know how many of you have had those sessions. They are normally very brutal sessions. Very brutal. It's a fight. I have seen very good believers who look very godly. You cannot point a finger at them for anything. But they are some of the most selfish people. They also don't know that they are. Self rules. Self rules in their lives. And they don't know. It's not just mobili. Mobili is Mobili is one of the manifestations of self. Self is that natural man. It is deeper. Self is the real guy to crucify. Have you understood self, people? The natural man. You enter prayer session. 
to wrestle with that man. Because of late that man has been talking to you a lot. Of late that man has been influencing you a lot. And you did not bring that man to the cross. Let me tell you, if you are a serious believer, if you are a serious believer, I will tell you the truth, one of the best places of any serious believer is the cross. They go there often. And lay their lives down. They, they commemorate and remember and meditate on the death of Jesus and make that exchange. I died with him. I died. They, those are the those are the acknowledgments. You make at the cross. Those acknowledgments release that power of God, the power of the cross. And self is crucified. Then you enter the realm of the spirit. Someone will do something of love to another. And an act that looks like it's of love. Another will do the same action. But from a realm of the spirit. Paul said, even though I give my body to be burned. And have not love. You can give out of self. Even your offering can be given out of self. Even your praise and worship can be given out of self. It, it is that smoke that goes down like Cain's smoke. For the Father seeketh those who worship him in spirit, those in the realm those who have possessed the land. Self is your greatest enemy. Self is your greatest enemy. Self. Self is hindering every progress of God in you. Before we do any intercessory work, I want to invite all of you to the cross. Each of you, I want you to enter prayer. Go to the cross and lay it down. And die. Let's all go to prayer. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for dying for us. Thank you, Father, for the power that you made available to eliminate this natural man so that we can live in the spirit so that we can be raised to our high place so that we can soar with you Lord as sons and daughters I pray this day Father 
that you will do the work that you did at Calvary 2000 years ago. Jonakola omulimu gwakola ku Calvary omyaka 10 million in the lives of your children. Your word says we were buried with him into death. So that we may be raised with him to life. Father I pray that we may come to that power of the cross. Where self has hindered our progress, my Father. Where self has, oh God, brought all things back in our lives that are impure. Karabasantaya. Lepredosi karebe seprande shikabrande rebakarose parabada. Maparamandare separabakataka. Rose harasindari harose karababa baba le kato papa randa baba rebe